You're listening to Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM. Good afternoon, everyone. It's another Friday, which means we are here to drive you home. Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM. Kapow, what's, what's happening? How are you? How's your week been? I'm swell coming to you guys live from the home studio again. Do you like what I've done with it, Bianco? We're on video chat. I've renovated it a little bit this week. I like it. Um, But no, I'm good. I'm (laughs) excited. It's good. (laughs) I've got a little Sir Echo in my ear. Um, Yeah, but no, I'm very excited. We've got a big two hours ahead of you, Bayside. Massive two hours. Looking forward to what's coming up. I've got a heap to talk about. I don't know about you. I do. I've got so many really interesting things. Have we all survived The Bachelor? That's what I want to know. I haven't watched it yet. I'm holding back, but there's so much tea that we have to get into, Bianca. I don't care what you said. How's your hair colour? let it on the run sheet and that's all that matters. How's your hair colour? Look, hey, I've got a little bit of red in my hair, so I'm feeling this. Like, I'm really channeling this. And I must (laughs) say, I have spent a lot of time today listening back to that audio and actually writing it down word for word. And I may be recreating it later in the show. Oh, God, I sure hope not. (laughs) There's a few other things happening. (laughs) I may even potentially be bringing back one of our favourite segments that we love to do on a Friday, but haven't done in a while because we retired it. But I've got good reason to. I've I've put it by our trusty producer. (laughs) I was wondering why he looks so evil in this monitor. Jack, Uh, pack your things already. We're done. Anyway, as you can tell, big two hours. So stick around, Bayside. Massive two hours. Let's get into our first song. Text us in any time, 0404 000 736. It's Carl and Catherine with you for your Friday here on 88.3. Now, Kapow, I've got a story for you, something I did this week, and I was really concerned after I did this thing. What have you done now? Look, <laughs> I've been eating apples to go with my nicely made lunch by mother, and when, <laughs> when I'm... Helen, end of the week, still going strong. I'm proud of you. Still going strong. Anyway, I have bitten into my apple, and as I've done so, I have eaten half of the sticker of the apple. Oh, now that is a setback. (laughs) Yes, it is a massive setback, but I'm a little worried now. Is it okay to eat these stickers? I know you're not a doctor. I know that you won't necessarily have the answer, but I thought I'd pose it to you anyway. Hang on a second. First of all, how dare you? I know the answers to everything. And second of all, you committed to eating the sticker? No, I didn't. What? I didn't commit to eating it. I just happened to eat it accidentally when I was, wasn't was looking. I just went crunch and then I looked and I was like, oh no, the stickers I'm trying to mount up on my backpack I now have in my mouth. Not a good scenario. What do I do from here? Oh, I yeah, better but- take it off. Yeah. Hang on a sec. Oh, so you did. Okay, so you got rid of the sticker. That's what I wanted to know. I didn't want to ask if you swallowed on radio, but that's where we were <laughs> going to get to with this story. <laughs> I did eventually. I, you have to swallow. What goes in must come out. And I did make sure. Wait, yeah. but but did the sticker get digested? Like, are you processing a sticker at the moment? Is that what you're trying to tell me? Well, part of a sticker, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, look. Medically speaking, I think you'll live. You think so? Would I recommend you continue to do that? No. Am, am I more disturbed, though, that you're putting Apple stickers on your bag? That's the big question here. What are you doing with that? What's that about? Well, I just like to collect things. Uh, this is one thing I think you don't know about me, or maybe you do know it about me. 
I am a collector and sometimes I like to pile things up at random times and I'm trying to pile up Apple stickers on my bag. It's my new challenge at the moment. Oh, and how's that going for you? I'm glad that you're keeping yourself occupied and well in ISO. So far, I have lost all of them. I'm sorry to say, but I have tried. Well, at least you have the certainty, Bianco, that you'll have half a sticker somewhere in your digestive tract at the moment. That will be sticking around for some time, I'm sure of it. What is the dumbest thing you have ever bought? And by dumbest, I mean, what have you splurged most on? Well, I've got a list. I've got cruises, I've got watches, I've got technology that I want just for the sake of having the latest thing. I don't know. Where do I go? But do you have a $1.5 million COVID safe face mask? Did you say a really large amount of COVID face masks? I said one singular one coming at the retail price of $1.5 million. Now, when we're talking about the most legit, and by legit, I mean made of gold, not actually protecting you from the virus at all, mask, this is an 18-carat white gold mask decorated with 3,600 white and black diamonds. Now, how lovely is that? That is lovely, but it's not something that I would immediately go for. No, well, look, it's not something I'd be splashing my cash on, that's for sure. But an Israeli jewellery company is currently working on this because a customer went in and said to them, look, I've got a brief for you. One, I want this to be completed by the end of the year because, you know, it's a topical thing. I don't know what I'm going to do with a face mask a couple of years down the track. Who knows what the world's going to be like? And two, it has to be the priciest in all the world. So not only do these poor guys have to make this thing and make it look somewhat like a face mask, how they're going to make solid gold look like something, I don't know. But second of all, they've got to do their research. They've got to find out what is the most expensive mask on the market. And then up it. There's a lot of pressure on this job and I really feel for them. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of pressure. But in the first place, I wouldn't be wanting to spend that amount of money on an item like that. I would be more so looking to probably invest in property around Bayside because generally it's tough to get a house for anything less than that kind of price and a decent one of that or somewhat decent, you know, home. And you'd be lucky actually to get any kind of house for that price around our area, to be frank. Yeah, but don't worry, guys. You could get a face mask. How good. Yeah. But it just got me thinking, what is the dumbest thing that you have spent your money on? Because obviously, we're going to get into it a little bit later in the show anyway. I've got an exercise bike update. But I reckon that would be one of the more recent ones up there for me, particularly because it's a monstrosity and it hurts my eyes looking at it. Yeah. And I barely use it. Yeah. But, like, there's got to be some real amazing ones, surely. Yeah, I imagine so. Love to hear from you this afternoon. 0404 000 736. It's Carl and Kathleen with you for your Friday. <laughs> would you spend that much on an item like that? I would. I certainly wouldn't. Kapow, I think she's convinced otherwise. Kapow, I was so touched by what you were talking about before with spending so much on an object that I, I would never even think of spending so much on. Oh, well, I'm so glad that something I've said to you has resonated over, after all these years. After all these years. Hey, look, you know, something that's been a feature of the show on Mondays and Fridays lately is I love to talk about what I've been watching because being inside, being in lockdown like we are, having the curfews that we do, one of the regular things we're doing more and more so is actually watching stuff on our streaming sites and even on free-to-air television. And I watched something on free-to-air television that I actually enjoyed, Kapow. Stop it. What was it? I watched Ocean's 8. 
I literally was in a group chat the other day saying this is one of the best films that have come out in ages. I love it. Mm. It was a really good film. And I was actually surprised because being a traditionalist and liking the original Oceans films, like I'm talking the ones that were made 15 years ago with the male cast and then also the original even before that, long time ago, the first ever Oceans films, I I wasn't going to be critical of Oceans 8, but I was just like, can it par up to the other Oceans beforehand? And sure enough, it does. Do yourself a favour. If you haven't watched it, I would suggest that be in your weekend viewing this weekend. Oh, what a cast too. Like every legit actress you could think of is in it and they are just amazing. I love it. I loved it too. I loved it too. But the thing is as well, I had a totally different image in my mind of what roles each sort of famous celebrity or role player in the film were going to play. You know, I was thinking that Anne Hathaway might have been, if you think of the original Oceans, there was like the one that was sort of a goodie but a baddie. And that role was in there, but it wasn't Anne Hathaway. She kind of was right at the end, but she was sort of lured into the whole... Pro- I don't want to spoil it. I'm, I'm going too far here. But you need to... You need to <laughs> spoilers. <laughs> spoilers. Spoilers. Damn it, Bianco. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, when I get passionate... Wait, are you telling... Are you telling me that in an Oceans movie, there's a heist? You've just ruined it for me now. Oh, wow. t- oh, I'm sorry. Gosh. I'm sorry. You have to watch it for yourself to find out more. <laughs> there you go. Tune in next week for Bianco's next um, review. This is probably the first one you've had in English in some time. <laughs> yeah, I know. The Spanish ones have been really getting a good good rotation on our <laughs> on our show. Was it really confusing not reading subtitles throughout the movie? Look, yeah, I'm not going to lie. It was a bit. I'm just so used to having the subtitles there that when I had a program in English, I was like, ah, gracias. <laughs> You're at the point now where you'll be more needing the subtitles for English-speaking programs than you will Spanish. One day it'll be like Buzz. Remember when they flick the switch in Buzz Lightyear and you turn Spanish? That's what you're becoming. Feliz Navidad. Oh, it's not Christmas. And that's the only Spanish I know. That's really bad. I'm sorry. That and Kratzis. Taco. <laughs> Burrito. No, I don't. Taco? I don't know. Am I on a bad line here? Did you just say taco? Oh, that's Mexican, isn't it? Oh, uh, I'm having a Barry Crocker. <laughs> Mr. Worldwide over here. Now, Bianca, I think that hell may have frozen over because a lot of our content today and the segments we're bringing Bayside and Greater Bayside are sort of like linking up. Okay. We were talking about food before, which naturally progressed over, and then you were talking about movies, and now I want to talk about a movie IRL in real life. Oh. Because I saw on the socials probably one of the cutest love stories I have heard in some time, and you know what it's based off? No, I don't actually. A little film that's been around for some time now and it's been adapted a few times, The Parent Trap. Oh, not again. Now, I am only familiar with the Lindsay Lohan Squared edition where it was Lindsay meeting Lindsay and they had the cool handshake, but it was Lindsay doing both the handshakes. But essentially, the premise of the film, guys, when did we become Dave and Margaret on the ABC? Anyway, I digress. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So pretty much the way this movie works is there's two sisters, but they turn out to be twins. Yeah. They meet each other. They're like, we look really similar. Spoiler alert, they actually are twins and their parents separated and took one kid each. Now, a little bit questionable, but anyway, uh, this story comes from California, America, and it follows the two girls, Allison and Catherine with a C. Let's not get it twisted. And anyway, in real life, Bianco, they are BFFs. 
and they just happened to have single parents. So Catherine had a single mum and Alison has a single dad and they've been besties for some time. And recently they took to social media to tell the story of how one day the two of them were just hanging out as girls do, as BFFs do. And they're like, you know what? It'd be really cute if our parents got together and then we could have like a modern family and have the two of us actually being sisters. So anyway, they set it up. They went to a restaurant, happy days, and it worked. And now the their parents have been together for two years and they're now a family unit. And it just got me thinking, how often does that happen? And how cute. Like everyone is just losing their minds over it. But like, do you have a friend that you're like, I love you so much that I want you to legit be my sibling? Let's hook our parents up. This is a very, very sort of teenage slash young child thing to want to happen with a family and relationship. Unless you happen to have watched the movie Step Brothers. I know we're reviewing even more <laughs> movies at the moment. We're just calling this the movie show. So if you don't like movies, well, I don't know. Anyway. Take your popcorn <laughs> elsewhere. Step Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> that that movie sums it up perfectly of two people coming together that initially don't like each other but end up liking each other. I'm talking about two guys that become step brothers, hence the name of the movie. And again, I don't want to give away too much of this movie in case you've never watched it. Add this to your list if you're over the age of 16. It's it's good viewing and a good laugh. I, I get a good laugh out of it every time I watch it anyway. Will Ferrell, John C. Riley, and the rest of the crew. It, that is like an adult version of the parent trap, basically. You don't say that, Bianco. Yeah, but thanks. Yeah, but how interesting. Like, I don't know. Like, the confidence, they're like, yeah, you know, the two of you, because we're friends, you guys can become friends, meet for the first time, fall in love. Yeah. And granted, too, these girls are now in their 30s, and this only happened two years ago. Is that weird? It is very, very weird, but it doesn't happen in reality. I'm sorry to ruin your dreams, but don't expect it to happen with you and your best mate. <laughs> unless, you know, your mother or your father might sadly pass away or go missing when you're oh a child God. or something like that. I don't know these things happen. I'm hoping that they don't happen. But if it really happens to be a fairy tale scenario in reality, good on you. And, you know, you just keep doing you and living your life and enjoying the fact hey. that your best friend is now your stepbrother or stepsister. Bianco, yes. can we go back to our regular show now? Movies isn't good for us. That <laughs> took a real dark turn. Coming up next, I review <laughs> The End of the World is Near. It's, it's going to be a great one. Uh, no, I'm not going to Also based on a real life event. Yeah, exactly. It's Carl and Catherine's life story. Coming up <laughs> on 88.3 Southern FM, The Sounds of the Bayside. It's Friday Drive. <laughs> Yeah, Kapow, I know we've had a real sort of movie kind of theme to our show. I'm not, not again. I'm not sticking. History, <laughs> history has shown, Bianco, that movies sometimes, they get a sequel, which is what we just did with that segment. Yep. It was okay. Yep. Third is when it all goes downhill. Yeah, so now I want to talk about a TV show. No, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not going to go there. But this documentary I've been watching lately, it's oh, called... Gosh. No. <laughs> Food. I don't I wanna... know if... <laughs> I don't know if you could see in the Zoom then, but I actually fell asleep for a second. Oh, yeah. yeah. So did I when you were talking about something that was worth $1.5 million. Anyway, <laughs> I, I want to... There's been a lot of discussion about food lately as well. In some instances, you can get food that is food that you like. In other instances, you can't get the food that you like. 
But I, I'd love to know, Kapow, I had a very yep. interesting piece of food. I consumed an interesting piece of food that wasn't the sticker from my apple. It was actually... Good start. What do they call them? What are those cakes that are red? That are red and they've got like cream in them. I don't know the technical Red velvet? Name. That's it. I consumed a red velvet cake the other day. <laughs> the technical name, yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm very good with my technical names. When I am not great at that, you, uh, you, you pick it up for me. And I'm really glad you're here to do that for me. But Hey, anything <laughs> food related, I got your back. Anyway, continue. I wanted to know, though... The, the food or drink that's that looks unusual, has an unusual appearance that you might show a liking towards. It could be anything. Okay. I don't know why I've been able to come up with this so quickly. Maybe because I've got a personal vendetta against it. Whoever was brave enough to try a kiwi fruit for the first time. Are you kidding me? Have oh, you seen that thing? Disgusting. No. Furry. Oh. Brown. Green and slimy in the middle. Ugh. That's a brave person. Oof. Why? 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 Why did anybody ever invent such a disgusting fruit? Yeah, but that's the thing. Did someone invent it or did it just grow and they were like, you know what? Well, that so looks good. Why did nature grow a fruit that looks like that? And if they <laughs> did, if it is, I'm pretty sure it comes from New Zealand originally, doesn't it? The kiwi? Or is it just the name the kiwi? I don't know. I, do, I genuinely See, don't know. I, you know what? I, I will allow, if it came to fruit and me allowing them to be put on the shelves, I would allow the golden kiwi in. I'm, That's I'm, something different altogether. I'm coming up with a new segment for, for now on. It's called what? Fruit Busted. <laughs> Every week we work out the origins of a fruit or a vegetable. <laughs> we get to the root of it. Oh, my gosh. I think I like the movie segment better. Oh. That's saying something. Oh. But, yeah, kiwi fruit for <laughs> sure. Uh, see, I've always wondered where they got the idea of Blue Heaven milkshakes from. Like, uh, where? Don't don't knock it till you try it. Blue Heaven, is, Blue Heaven is my childhood. And I found out, like, recently, it's just vanilla that's got blue food colouring in yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Your dreams have been ruined. What about Rocky Road? Where did Rocky Road come from? Did they get the inspiration from a Rocky Road? Is that the the name? Is that where it comes from? I don't know. Or did they have a whole heap of things? Like, did they have melted chocolate and then, like, marshmallows and biscuits and lollies? And they they tripped on a Rocky Road and it all fell on the ground into a big jumble, hence replicating the Rocky Road. That's a little bit like like an old-fashioned story. I'm going to go back into the olden days, Kapow, with this one. But you've heard of the Little River Band before? I have. Yeah, of course. An Aussie band, a proud Aussie band that were very popular during the 70s and the 80s. The the old joke that's told is that it, they were named after the area Little River that's out Geelong way. And I've, I've regularly heard people make the joke, it's a shame that they weren't named after a different road sign along that path. Imagine if they were called the Corio Band instead. <laughs> you know, or the Lara or the, you know, you know, the Laverton Bass Band. Imagine if you were called something like that. Instead, they chose Little River and, you know, the rest... The story tells its tale there. You can't question the name of that band anymore. Well, what about the um, origins of our show, Bianco? Where did Carl and Catherine come from? 
We well, worked hard on that. Well, Carl, yeah, that's very original. But the one that people probably question is Bianco and Kapow. Bianco is obviously my last name. And Kapow is sort of like an abbreviated version of your name. And when you got angry, it sort of came into Kapow. I think that's the best way yeah, to put if, it. Yeah, if my first and last name ran into each other and had a collision, that's what Kapow is. A neutron star collision? <laughs> no, You're that? mean over Zoom. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, the galaxies are uniting. Before you know it, we'll be talking out of... Anyway, it's Carl and Catherine with you for your Friday on 88.3 Southern FM. Text us in any time, 0404-000-736. Particularly, we'd love to hear if you enjoy eating a food that has a very unusual name or you always seem to question the name that it's named after, if that made any naming sense, Kapow. Yeah, it did. It did. And okay. just as a closing sentiment, out with the kiwi fruit. Yeah, I agree Disgusting. with that. That and every other fruit that looks like a kiwi fruit. Hey, Kapow, I tell you what, we love our reality television and one of the most popular shows of every year has returned to our screens. It's back, guys. Batchy is back. Can I just say, is this the season of Osher? Oh. We see so much of Osher Ginsberg these days. I'm not mad about it. I love it. Were you talking about Batchy? I was going to talk about the Masked Singer, but, you know. Oh, oh, well. oh. I, you know what? Tune in on Monday morning. Our producer experienced it, and let's just say he's got quite the review. Farmer wants a wife? No? No pickers? Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Batchy. Batchy. Yes. Batchy, it's back. Lockie is our bachelor. And let's just say for the first time, I think, in bachelor history, Bianco, I am yet to watch the first few episodes. I'm behind. And it appears to me that I picked the worst season to miss the first few episodes of. Because something so iconic, something so magical has happened in the first episode. I believe all the producers should get a very big raise. Oh, I could only just think of what you were talking about as somebody who may have just happened to watch this show with his father whilst his mother was on a phone call. But she was the one who actually (laughs) wanted to watch it. Anyway, let's just, I wonder if this just, you know, rings a bell for you, Kapow, this grab. God, this sounds so stupid with the colour of my goddamn hair. Now, please provide some context about that. Okay, so guys, obviously, I woke up a couple of days ago when, after the premiere night, and I just saw it everywhere. And normally you do see a lot of press after the first episode in particular, but you never see that much about one individual. So a girl on the show this season, Zoe, is pretty much every social media platform you could possibly think of. She is like one of the number one trending at the moment because in the rose ceremony, there's a cocktail before that. And on the first night, there's a real emphasis on drawing a connection with The Bachelor, Bianco. And you need to have your time one-on-one to to establish a connection. Otherwise, you're gone skis in the first night. And what typically happens is you'll have a chat, maybe like a three to four minute interaction, which, you know, really will tell you if you're going to end up marrying that man or not. And what happens is then a girl will come over and say, oh, when you're done, can I have a chat? Now, what's happened on this occasion is Zoe was talking to the bachelor, Lockie, and a girl has come in, asked for a chat. And this girl obviously either hasn't watched the show or just really wanted to bond (laughs) with the bachelor and has really racked her brains as to why was she interrupted mid-convo. And it appears the thing that stood out to her is that she was the only redhead in the show. And she told everybody about it. Now, I've got the quotes in front of me. I actually spent the whole morning afterwards 
watching the grab and writing it down because it is so good <laughs> that I've got all the quotes here. Hang now. on. Can we just backtrack? Before you do that, what was the name of the girl that came and interrupted the ranger? Was it Abracadabra? I've got it here. It's Ariba. How dare you? Oh, sorry. And can I just say that name just adds to the whole thing. What's that, Ranger or Abracadabra? I'm going to just continue with my little impression here. <laughs> I didn't hear that. You're on a bad line, friend. Sorry. Um, anyway. Not sorry. <laughs> so... Let's just talk about this, okay? So Zoe has a little bit of an outburst. Now, bearing in mind too, let's give everybody the benefit of the doubt. This is a very edited program. However, we have got things like, but I can walk in somewhere and no one has my hair. No one has my bone structure. No one has my body. And guess what? They don't. That's not a lie. They don't. It's still different. We are still mm, rangers at the end of the day. That sucks. And I think no matter what, people see us differently. And that's okay. Did Ariba do it to any of the blonde girls? Any of the brunette girls? No. And at this point, the producer actually turns to Zoe and says, wait, am I missing something here? Did someone actually say something about your (laughs) hair? Did someone touch your hair? Is this what's triggered this random outburst? She just flat out says no. But then Zoe continues. You know what? I'm proud of being a ranger. I'll be a ranger until the day I die. She is now blonde. We are, more, we are more striking than any other human on the earth, that's for sure. Don't have blue eyes or green eyes that will literally stop traffic. You are sure as, mm, you don't have our hair. I'm not going to bite my tongue anymore. The way people treat girls and, the, and men with red hair, this ends right now. Now, on this, okay, my dad had, like, reddish hair back in the day. Lies. And I've inherited, like, reddish streaks oh, in my now, hair. So now, I now, feel now, like now, 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 No. I can't put, uh, no. like, I can't speak from a redhead's no. perspective. However, can't. I feel like having reddish streaks, I can contribute. No. And my call on this, Bianco, Not even is, remotely. If, hang on. If, if this girl, right, and sure, I'm sure a lot of people are ha- saying hell yes to her at the moment. No. Nah. But first of all. Can we just talk about the fact red hair's really in at the moment? We don't even call it red hair anymore. It's oh, copper. No, red hair's if going you were out. Telling... No, no, no. If you were telling us in 2013 this is how you felt, sure. But when you've got the most like celebrated, most popular hairstyle at the moment, hair colour, I mean, you no, it's an invalid argument these days. No. And I think if anything, I don't know whether she survived the rose ceremony. I did hear whispers that she called in sick. I don't know. Um, if she does survive, we're in for a great season. If she didn't, I'm sure there'll be a few hair care companies that will be wanting her on the books. But I just thought that was incredible. No. Nah. Can I just say that when you make an argument that you're a natural redhead and, you know, it's all about rangers, oh, you're having a go at me for being a redhead, a ranger, whatever you want to be called... You can't say that. You cannot come on national television and say people are abusing me for being this colour of hair and then literally the day later be proved to have a different hair colour and not have grown up with that hair colour. I'm sorry, but that defeats the whole purpose and it just paints an image of somebody that they're really not here for the right reasons. I'm outraged by it. I think it's ridiculous. And I honestly, yeah. Yeah, but Bianca, the thing is though, she does have a point. I then did a bit of deep diving and I looked at past winners of The Bachelor just to see hair colour-wise whether she has a leg to stand on. And she actually does. Let's just run through real quick the winners, okay? Okay. 
So for blondies, people with blonde hair who have won The Bachelor, you've yep. got Anna Heinrich, you've yep. got Sam Frost at the time, yep. you've got our very own from Southern FM, Alex Nation. We also had Sophie, who was in the Honey Badgers season, who apparently if he was going to pick someone, it was going to be her. She was blonde, so therefore she's on the list. Okay. And then, of course, you've got Chelsea from Dr. Agnew season last year. In terms of brunettes, however, we've only got Snejana and Laura, zero redheads. Um, so if anything, as a brunette redhead, I'm outraged. Hang on. And next week, did you say, you'll be hearing my Did rant. you say that they were redheads? No, well, brunettes. No redheads. You're forgetting someone else. Who? Georgia Love. She was the Bachelorette man. Still included, inclusive, Bachelor and Bachelorette series, okay? Come on. No, we're talking about who the guys pick. Because oh. that was the whole point of this, saying what about, that what's her name? she's got red hair. Megan that was in Bachelor in Paradise with our friend Florence. Didn't she have a go with blonde hair, then went to brunette, then went to some other colour? They all just change their hair colours. And I've got a fun fact for you too. That Paige chick that was on last night's episode that got that left, she has gone between brunette and blonde too. Wow, spoilers. Too. Wow, sorry. I'm sorry. Look, I mean, it's... Actually, can I it's say... It's not uncommon. Sorry, it wasn't last night. It was two nights ago. I'm getting my nights mixed up because I'm getting worked <laughs> up, okay? Damn it. You've got me getting worked up about a show that I shouldn't be getting worked up about. about. Why? For more on Bianco's take on The Bachelor, you can tune into his Bachelor podcast, which will be coming out soon, I'm Osh sure. Osh is my guest next week. <laughs> I won't accept his rose. But just, guys, just be nice to everybody's hair. Say they look great. And particularly, if you're rocking a copper look at the moment, yeah. it looks fantastic. It's yep. such a look. Just channel what Alan says. Be kind to one another. That's all I'm going to say. Ooh. Great words of advice. Carol and Kath are with you for your Friday on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. We'll have our daily Bachelor update for you on Monday breakfast, of course, as well. You won't want to miss that one. I'm pretty sure Kapow's got an update on something that's been going on for quite some time on the show, and I'd love to know, Kapow, what's the latest? Okay, guys. So essentially, if you've been tuning in for some time now, you would know that I made an impulse purchase the second we went back into stage three restrictions, which is what, three or th anywhere between three to five weeks ago. I yeah. don't do the math at this time. Yeah. Anyway, um, and let's just say it has taken five and a half weeks for this bike to show up at my house. There's been a lot of phone calls. There's been a lot of grammatically incorrect emails. And of all the content I've ever brought to this show, the people are always asking me, Where's the exercise bike? Because I just feel like they yep. knew what I knew, which was it was going to be an absolute disaster. Sure. And you wouldn't believe it, Bianco. It arrived. And yep. immediately I had my reservations. And let's just say, guys, it's a bit of an interesting unit. So first of all, had to build the whole thing myself. Right. Ended up having to outsource. But anyway, it's I started it, so therefore I built it. Good work. And I um, didn't think at all during the building process that I was going to have to hook up the computer that goes throughout the bike and do all the electric in it as well. Yep. But anyway, I built the beast, went to plug it in, bearing in mind it is kind of like the Frankenstein of exercise bikes. Um, one leg is actually from a different model altogether. So one leg has wheels, the other one does not. There's a couple of other parts that, again, are from different models but you know what if it works it works and so we built this thing and it's all done and it looks really legit and then we went to plug it in and we realized it was on an international plug oh, no. so we've had to wait like a few days get an adapter sent in yep 
And the most magical thing happened, Bianco, the other day. What's that? You just sent the it pl- to the, the tip? No, I thought that was going to have to happen. <laughs> the plug arrived and I plugged it in and immediately I was like, this is going to blow up. My house is going to burn down. <laughs> it works. Oh, my God. You would not believe it. It works. It sounds like, I'm not joking, when you turn it on, it sounds like a heart monitor that's flatlining. It's quite an aggressive sound. Like it screeches. And then when you've actually hit your target on the bike, it also screeches. But I've got another problem now. When I bought it, oh, no. I must have thought I was a lot fitter than I actually was. <laughs> oh, no. So I've spent five weeks with this thing. It's arrived. It works perfectly. The problem is I don't work perfectly. I, I kid you not, I did five minutes and it was like I had done a marathon. I was on the ground. Like it was horrendous. And so I've made it my mission now. I'm trying really hard to like work up to getting to a point where it's not embarrassing how little I can ride on the bike. I'm at 20 minutes at the moment, but I don't know what was worse, the whole process of getting it sent here or being on it for 20 minutes because it's horrible. (laughs) You're on the ground. It was horrendous. And that was only just while you were mantling it together. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't even get into the exercising bit yet. Guys, I thought it was going to be so fun. Like, I thought it was going to be like Ariana Grande in that music video. You know how easy she makes it look? It's not. It's <laughs> so hard. And, like, they don't tell you that it's weighted as well. So, like, I'm not joking. I did 20 minutes. Personal best. Thank you. Um, I'll be at the Olympics next year. Um, I've done 6K. And I kid you not, I have not been able to walk for the rest of the day. It's insane. You are as if good. If got any tips. You are as good as Anna Mears, I reckon. <laughs> But I don't know how long it's going to take me to get to the velodrome, but I'm going to make it happen. You, if you apply yourself, you can do anything in life. And no, I'm not doing a late motivate from Monday. (laughs) I'm just saying, I know Kapow. I put all faith in you. You can achieve anything. If you want to go for that half an hour, I reckon you can make it. And I'm talking about another half half an hour to put it together (laughs) properly, not on the actual (laughs) bike itself. Look, I mean, it is squeaking a lot. Should I be concerned? Yes. That being said, though... Physically, I might get to the velodrome, but you will never, ever see me in one of those helmets. Have you seen them? They look like they've got a horn on them. Not oh, happening. They kind of look like, I don't know. You know, you know, I do know what they look like. They look like if you're ever watching air crash investigation and then you see a situation. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. <laughs> that, okay. True, okay. though. It has I'm that getting... kind of look about it when you put, no, no, no. Bianco. You know what? I need... you respect my friend. Get on your bike. Let's go to a song. Oh, no. On your bike. I need, you know what I need? I need a cool refreshment and a lie down. It's been a long week. I don't know why I'm persisting today. (laughs) I I think I might leave the show in your hands, Kapow. Can you host the rest of the show? Yeah, I'll do it live from the bike. Yeah, great. Good idea. We've only got about three minutes left, don't we? Yeah. yeah. Just keep spinning. Just keep spinning. (laughs) (laughs) With you for your Friday. (laughs) What was that? Were you going to say something? No. Okay. Kapow, always a pleasure. Always a pleasure, Bayside. Greater Bayside, Bianco, not so much. Um, But no, it's been a lot of fun. We've covered a lot of things. So many things. I think in terms of... In terms of content, this is by far our most diverse yet limited show ever, if that makes any sense at all. We've covered a lot of things within one area of yeah. expertise. There's only one thing I haven't covered. And then covered. a couple in others. Only one thing I haven't oh, covered really? today. Did you know that I went to Europe last year? Stop it. What? I went to Europe pre-COVID. 
It was fantastic. I was one of the lucky ones, and I'm so grateful that I got to go away. But I did go to Europe. I just want to put it out there. There you go. Way to flex to everybody who is trapped here for goodness knows how Look, long. I might put a post on our socials of me standing oh, in no, front. No? Why not? Can I not do that? And then you can send... <laughs> yeah, you do that, and then we'll do the juxtaposition of me chilling in Melbourne in the freezing. This Just you, living my best life. This is where I'm disappointed we never did like a live Skype call when I was over in Italy in front of one of these landmarks. I could have Skyped you, could have screenshot it, put it on our socials and say, Bonjour. Oh, wait, I didn't go to France. I went to... Bo- Bonjour. Wait, and say what? I said bonjour. 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 Oui, oui. Je m'appelle. That's French. I didn't go to France. I went to Italy. <laughs> bonjour. Come stai? Molto bene. Grazie. I'm au revoir. Very... Au revoir, Bayside. Jeez, oh, that, was, that was unnecessary. <laughs> hey, uh, we'll see you on Monday from 7 o'clock. Don't forget Nat and George coming up as well. Look forward to hearing what they've got in store for us. And they're also on breakfast these days too. Side plug for them, Wednesdays between 6 and 8 a.m. Don't forget that. Also, we, we may as well chuck that in there. Listen to us Mondays from yeah. 7 to 9 a.m. and Fridays 4 to 6 p.m. And Nat and George after us from 6 to 8 on Fridays and Wednesdays from 6 to 8 also. Until Monday, Kapow, have a great weekend, yeah? You too, Bayside Greater Bayside. Stay safe. Have a good weekend. Make the most of what you can do. And we'll see you Monday morning, bright and early. I look forward to it. See you later. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Drive with Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM.